Right. Oh, you're talking about this. I thought you were talking about like our show. Oh, well, that too. That too, obviously, Steph. I don't know how any of us are single. It's just, just look at us. We're all, we are all beautiful. End it. Please end it. Hello and welcome to week two of the Four Thorns podcast. Today we're going to be discussing episode three. And as usual, this episode gave us no shortage of content to discuss. I'm Mary-Kate Hamilton alongside Stefan Kreznik, Matt Cohen, and Dylan Wallace. Stefan, did I pronounce your last name right? Yeah, it was close enough. Okay, sometimes I don't really know. <laughs> All right, so a lot to discuss today. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm ready to talk. This was probably my favorite episode yet, to be honest. Really? I, I loved everything I about this. I was invested. Yeah, I was a little disappointed compared to the last two weeks, yeah. but it was a lot of my favorites were involved, so I was I was all in. <laughs> I feel like it's brewing. Like the drama wasn't too intense in this past episode. I mean, it was, but it wasn't crazy. But I feel like it's all just setting up for an explosion. It was a lot better that drama than like a champagne bottle, though. Yeah, it makes it that, seem like it's it's about like to spread that. to, like, everyone in the house. Yeah, it's about to get personal. All right, so the episode started with the continuation, the rollover of the Champagne Gate drama. They sat down. They talked it out. It was kind of anticlimactic, but are we still Team Hannah Ann? Or they talked it out, and Kelsey goes, I don't even like Champagne that much. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, like, that really? was weird. <laughs> I, um. Yeah, I mean, she was mad that Hannah Ann called her a bully and said, look up a definition of a bully. And that's like, she said, you call me mean names. And she's like, that's not a bully, And even though it kind of is. So, yeah, still Team Hannah Ann because Kelsey was not making much sense in that conversation. No, I agree. I think bullying is like systematically like targeting somebody over and over and over again and making everybody turn on them. And I don't know. I think... If it had continued much further, then maybe you could call it bullying. But I think it was just like a girl being catty. I don't think that's the same thing as bullying. And I kind of agree with Kelsey that even calling it that kind of undermines what bullying is. Yes. And I think in, in that sense, Kelsey was probably in the right there. But I still at the end of it, Hannah Ann never actually at least I don't think she did anything wrong to her knowledge because the whole thing as i said this last week but the whole thing just seems so producer set up that they were trying to just cause drama mm-hmm. i think this at the end of the day I, I think everything that was there with the producer set up and hannah ann just kind of was following along with, with what she was told and she didn't really know exa- i mean she probably had some sense of like you know there's champagne there we don't know whether or not she was planning to bring champagne or whatever mm-hmm. but it just seems too producer set up to begin with so i i don't think there was there's a lot made out of nothing, I think, with that is the way I would kind of look at it. And I still kind of stick team Hannah Ann to answer your own question. I think I think episode three kind of confirmed what I said on last week's pod of when what Kelsey was kind of going after it. And she kind of confirmed it when she said it wasn't really about the champagne was that she's had this like grudge on Hannah Ann, which maybe we'll find out down the road, like something happened off camera that like caused it. But it really seems like she's either just jealous about Hannah Ann or just doesn't like Hannah Ann, or maybe Hannah Ann's got a lot more attention from Peter than she has. And it, she's just got this grudge against Hannah Ann that makes no sense to me. And I don't know what Kelsey's deal is, but I I like Hannah Ann. She seems kind of cool. So I don't know. That I think I think this seems like they're just kind of like just going to get over it. Like they don't need to like each other, but like they're not going to cause any more drama, like not cause a scene anymore. Right. 
But I yeah, I'm sticking team Hannah Ann. Yeah, their conversation on the couch like they both started crying at one point, but there was no it, there wasn't like complete closure, but it was you got the feeling that it was just like over with, mm-hmm. yeah. even though you know no girl like specifically said like, "Oh, I'm sorry." But it just seems like they just like dropped it and just ready to move on. I will I will admit I do think Kel, like like Mary Kate was saying, I do think Kelsey was right in the sense of like what Kelsey did, I don't think like I think it does undermine like bullying by saying that it was bullying um, on Hannah's like part. It was mean, but it was yeah, it was bullying. mean, but it wasn't bullying. But it was also like just uncalled. I just, I just think the whole situation is so stupid. That like, thank, thank God, it, I think it's over with. Now to Matt's point about it being very producer heavy, I thought it was so funny that this is kind of like skipping ahead, but during the rose ceremony. Kelsey got the first rose and Hannah Ann got the second rose, just back to back. Oh yeah. Oh, every all of that stuff. But up. Kelsey did get the first. She got the first one instead of Hannah Ann. But what? I do think like the order of. Yeah. I think he gets to choose who gets the roses. I don't Maybe think the order they have has a any little bit over. of a suggestion. Yeah. Um. Although I think the fact that they're both here, I think they're both going to be around for a while. So this, yeah. I don't think this is the end of any feud between the two of them. Well, it felt like, it felt like the feud was over like at the beginning In of the episode, but then feud. like, but when like Kelsey gets the rose, they like zoom it out of Hannah Ann's yeah. face, right, right. and I just think. Like they're they're like gonna make sure that like we don't forget that They'll they got beef because it's it's gonna come back. I feel like something something's gotta yeah. happen. Well, even I was reading about Hannah B's season. The producers were like asking her to send um, what's his name home, the Jesus guy, Luke P. Luke, Luke P. Luke P. Yeah. They were literally telling her to send him home, but she really liked him, so she wouldn't. So I and definitely think they TV. do have like a say yeah uh, but Chris Harrison said that he was afraid that the viewers were going to get sick of Luke P and get some fatigue and not want to watch it I but, got fatigued yeah but they couldn't like they couldn't convince yeah. her to send oh, him that home, was my which favorite I was season really ever I was so entertaining because having him around and all the guys like didn't <laughs> like him at all it was like super funny to I, watch him like I actually liked I, I mean I didn't like him obviously but I, I liked having him on just because yeah. it made for way better television just I saying. thought you were about I thought you were about to say you like Luke oh no I was no, gonna, no, 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 no. gonna storm out of here kicked no, out of the pod but hey let's keep the... let's keep in mind that Hannah B has gone back to every guy except for Luke P so far so maybe maybe, maybe that's next. next that's next he she she turns her back on everything bad that she had that Luke P had ever said to her stuff that was just really just horrible things to say Give me Luke. and she has so desperately missed everyone in this show because she knows all of her decisions were so bad and she's now finally getting back to her fourth choice which was Luke P Luke that P has got to be the weirdest ending to a Bachelorette season of all time <laughs> Luke P and Hannah Brown on the Bachelor of Paradise Luke, don't Hannah, add I, I'm, very, I'm very excited for the Hannah B hometown visit on Peter's season of The Bachelor <laughs> All right, next up was the one-on-one date with Victoria P. This Brilliant. was my favorite. I love her. I've s- I said this last week. She's the date or just Victoria? Just Victoria. I didn't okay. like the date. The, the date, date was, was cringy. But I love Victoria P. And I think she's so sweet and she's so beautiful. Hometowns, lock it in. Locked in, bro. I think she's awesome. But the date, let's discuss. Um weird. How many live concerts are they gonna have this season? There's All already the country been like singers. three. I'm, I just think I'm it's, so sick of the country music. I, I, I will disagree there. Big fan of the country music. I thought, Ugh. I really, like, Peter's from, like, California and stuff. I was like, bro, he's got to be, like, pretty cool, right? He listens to country. Like, come on now. And he, like, he he's not he goes, Like, he's not from, Al- like, if he still likes Hannah, he needs to just tell her instead of just doing this whole country <laughs> music thing. Because he, he, walked, he walked into, like, the cowboy boot shop. Like, yeah, this is my kind of date, as if he's not from Los Angeles. Right, like, and then he <laughs> said that he goes line dancing with his friends all the time. I'm in like, Los there Angeles? is absolutely no way <laughs> you? that you do that, quote-unquote, all the time. In, There's no in way. In Los Angeles. 
Could you imagine like, you like walk, walk in to some place and you see like Peter, um, Tyler C, Demi, and Hannah Brown all just like line dancing? <laughs> and I, if a guy was like, took me on a date and he's like, let's go line dancing, like I do this all the time, I'd be like, what kind of a weird like hobby brought, is that? It means that, he, that he's brought other people there before with him. That's he's also true. Run out, run out of ideas. That's also true. And then the then they went to a pillow fight, which was at the better. exact same store. Mm-hmm. The the facing of the building was exactly the same, but the sign was different when they didn't. <laughs> the, the, the pillow fight. It doesn't look that way on the pillow fight date, which we'll get into that. That was uh, stupid. Cool. That was also awful. I <laughs> think the dates this season have been, been like worse than ever. We yeah. had the the um, the vow renewal. That was terrible. And then. Oh. The fashion show, which was actually really entertaining. The pillow fight was super weird. Now this whole line dancing yeah. thing. And, and then, I of course, know. the They're Victoria P. The, and they didn't really show it much. But, of, of course, the, the Victoria P. date also included a flight with Peter. Because no date can go without a flight. Right. Was it a flight? Well, they, they just, 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 like, they just well, No, they came in from commercial, like landing on an airplane, and then like went into like an airplane uh. hangar. Oh. Yeah, if they keep doing that, I'm going to get sick of that, too. It's like... The pilot thing's kind of getting beat. Like, and, and and even then, the date, like like having dinner in an airplane hangar, it, like <laughs> we're we're kind of we're kind of beating this pilot thing into the ground. Oh, absolutely. Also, this is kind of a hot take. Kind of doesn't have to do with the date, oh, but I think Peter is one of my least favorite bachelors ever so far. I think he, I think he's so boring, and the conversations that he has with these girls, he he doesn't have anything yeah. to say. Like he can't talk to them. He tells them it's every so time, weird. like I, miss I can. Mike. He tells them every time, like I can just feel. You I know, can feel your going heart. In the right I mean direction it. with you. I know I mean he always it. says something about like I can just, I I can see your heart. Yeah. Or, like I can feel. I feel like nothing bad ever heart, happened blah, blah, blah. in Peter's life. Like nothing except really being bad. dumped well, by Hannah B. Okay, but at the end of the day, like that's <laughs> not like you know, like what like Victoria P was telling us, like v- very different scale of bad things happening. Like like Peter seems like he's never really experienced like that many bad things that have happened to him. Like I know. just feel like you could walk into any fraternity. Oh yeah. on IU's campus right this second and find, and find like ten Peters. Yeah. In Even each house. Ten Peters and three Joe Burrows, he, for sure. He's so yeah. he's so boring, but he's also just so average looking. Like. I just don't understand. I think Peter's a good-looking guy. He's good-looking, but he's not that. He's cool. just, he's not that special to me. He, I don't know. He also was not particularly like strong-willed. I haven't thought. Yes, either. absolutely. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he doesn't have anything real oh, wow. to say of substance. That I just think. Yeah. Sheesh. It was yeah, a strange. I mean, they choice. they use all. He uses, going he uses in, the but. same like bachelor magic words like. I want honesty, transparency, the truth. They use mm-hmm. like these same Just words. Just like we learn in journalism same classes. Things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, it, he wants a journalist. That's basically all he says. He says kind of the same things over and over and over and over again. And there's no conversation that's ever like that's really real. And yeah. shout out Victoria P. I mean, she straight up, like Matt said. I mean, she went into her life. She had, she went into. She was like a foster. Her I think some one of her parents died, and she was you yeah, know, had to go through foster addict. homes and stuff. And yeah. you know. To see that's what she's done and she's like a caretaker now. I mean, it's hard not to root for her, you know, after she hasn't really done anything wrong and then she tells a story like that. So she, I'm sure she's one of the clear favorites right now, especially among the fans. Yeah, look at her. Lock it in for the hometowns. Yeah. And, you know, but then it's just like she's saying all that and, you know, you just have Peter sitting there saying nothing really. Right. You know, I'm, I, and it's, and it's good, you know, I'm not saying he needs to have like some sad story, but still, you know, I need a little more, you know, character from he was him. almost like i might be remembering this incorrectly correct me if i'm wrong but he's like oh like i could just tell that you 
were like he yeah, basically and then was after, like, oh yeah, I could tell that you had been through some traumatic life experiences. And like, after what? after they had the conversation, he was like, um, like you know, you're the you're the like I've never been inspired by someone more than. Oh you. yeah, like, what he you said that? I'm like, listen, man, like you've you know you, this is like this is like the most amount of time like these ten minutes of that conversation was like the most time you've ever spent with this person. Right. And now he's just like. I've never been so inspired by someone right. else. Yeah, like, when, he, when he said that, I was like, whoa, what? I was like, you literally like barely know her. Like, Not even your mom has inspired you more in your life? Like, Oh, my gosh. I was so mad when he said yeah, that. Same. I, it's Mary-Kate's point. I, just, I, I, I agree with you entirely. I don't like him that I much. don't either. Where is Mike? Where is Mike? Mike would have been, like been great. Mike had a- Mike Just go on the sidetrack. Mike had a very like poor run on Bachelor in Paradise. Like- yeah, he yeah. didn't really do anything. That's they were he didn't get a lot of TV time, which is unfortunate because he was a big yeah. favorite in Hannah Brown season. Anyways. Yeah, I liked Mike. Yeah, I wanted him to find love, but I wanted sure him, I wanted him to find better he, he than will be Hannah fine. Brown. Better than Hannah Brown? Yeah. You don't like Hannah Brown? I like Hannah. I like Hannah, but I think Mike deserved better than Hannah. Now, Hannah's like now, I kind of like really think Mike deserved better. Okay, than but Hannah's yeah, kind of milking she's it. Crazy. Hannah's really milking her fame right now. Yeah, she really is. She's kind of annoying on social media recently. Well, hey, if she's milking it, then maybe we will get the Hannah B. Please. Luke P. Well, she crossover. wasn't on this episode. You guys, you guys are probably happy yeah, about yeah. that. That's how much acres she's got in everyone's head. We keep talking about her. She's not even on the episode anymore. I know, she, I know she's she got does. acres in Peter's head. But for sure. For whatever. sure. All right. The next thing was the group date. Another weird date going on theme. I love Demi, though. Just I love say. Demi. Yeah, big Demi guy. I love Demi, but I don't think... She served that big of a purpose in this episode. It like she easily could have been there. Her friends served more of a purpose. Who were her friends? Those were so I weird. No idea who they were. It was really random. They had to have been like hired by. I don't know if they're actually friends with Demi. Yeah, I don't know. The whole pillow fight thing was strange. Yeah. And then you saw Elias like had bruises and scratches all down her arms. Like it was yeah. not a joke. It was also it wasn't really a pillow. They were like tackling each other. Yeah. And stuff. I know. I was like, what is going on? I was like, someone's gonna get a concussion. It was pillow fight meets MMA. Tammy took down uh, Kelly. Yeah, I still love Tammy. Quick. Like, oh, Tammy's awesome. She Tammy's not gonna win, but she screams paradise. I feel like definitely screams paradise. Like, and I like her. She's kind of, she's kind of a bro. Yeah, you know, I, I think she's. It, cool. it was a weird date, and like I, I, you know, it was obvious they did that purposely, just because like you know there was drama, and they, you know, they happened to put Alia and Sydney. Yeah, and that's what that was so set up. Like, too. yeah, of course that worked out without you know without any coincidence. Wait, I have to say this: I thought they faced like in the opening round, I guess, and then they said like here are the two. Yes, that winners. is what happened. Then they made them face in like the championship. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they already faced, so like what? Yeah, how do you? Right. It was very stupid. How no, do you it was actually terrible. It was people. terribly, like terribly done. Yeah, I thought we were gonna have like a tournament, and I was like, dang, this is gonna drag so long. And then they like cut it, and I was like, okay, like this is gonna be a little bit quicker. And then it was like, it was like the BCS, you know, like pick the top two. It's like totally objective and not fair at all. <laughs> but here we are. Do you guys think? I don't. I don't. I don't even know if I think that Elia won. Joke? How did we get the BCS joke on the Bachelor podcast? How did that happen? Just, I mentioned Joe Burrow and the BCS. Okay. Yes, we're, we're getting it all in. Do you guys think that Peter like so he? You know, these are like this is like the second date. I'm pretty sure he's had like no idea what was going to happen because mm-hmm. he asked Hannah to um, coordinate a date in the second episode. Now he asked Demi to do it in this one. Does he's, he actually not know what they're about to go do? 
Oh, he definitely or does he knows. Knows. He, he knows. I, I feel like he probably knows. He but if he does it, he needs to stop asking his friends <laughs> to do dinner. <laughs> he made a very weird comment. Like uh, they went to him, like in a, like an interview, and he said, "Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this in the midst of like all the montage of people fighting." Oh, it's because of what all they uh, what they were all wearing. Yes, I know. Which right. was like really lingering. It was lingering. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> the ang- the English on this week's episode was not up the lingering was a finasco. Finasco. <laughs> <laughs> No. Also, another thing that kind of irks me that Peter does when he when they have a one on one, he like goes to the house and picks up the one on one. Like usually, I thought they just met somewhere, mm-hmm. but lately, like ever one like with yeah. Madison and Victoria P, like he's literally gone up there, taken her he's, from all the other group of girls, yeah. and just left. He's all about that transportation. It's, it's, you yeah, he's always like driving. Yeah, and like, they're in like, cool dude, cars. Dude, you got limo then, drivers. There were no seatbelts in that car with Victoria P. I was looking. What eyes? Journalist Dylan Wallace notices it all. <laughs> Actually, guys, I give a shout out to Liv. She noticed that. I just am taking uh, respect. Wow. Respect. Another shout out to Liv. Another we're gonna, we're to gonna Liv. shout out her to everyone. Liv's podcast. gotten shout outs on both episodes so far. <laughs> we're doing a great job. Liv is the number one fan of the pod. I have to assume. She is listens. It? Yeah. Okay. My mom listened last week. Hi, my, mom. My, my shout my, out Sydney mm-hmm. Tomlinson, Australia, for listening. Oh, we got oh. listen. We're international. <laughs> Look at us, you guys. That we have like a mom, a girlfriend, and my, and I think my dad listened. I think he said he was going to listen to this week's episode. And I does he watch The Bachelor? My dad has now watched two episodes of this season, and I just did not think it was something I was ever going to see at any point in my life. Not 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 that I ever thought I was going to watch The Bachelor at any point in my life. But my dad watching That's it, awesome. it hooks you though. It just hooks yeah. you. It gets you. I, I mean, I never really watched until like Hannah B's season. I'll be honest, and I'm, yeah. I'm all in. You, I mean, you saw over the summer like Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I was yeah. all I in. Monday and, no, I actually uh, like Bachelor in Paradise more than I like. Oh, Bachelor, for but. sure, I agree entirely. There, like, there's just way more stuff going on. It's way more people. Yeah, true. Well, anyways, Matt, you're Sorry. out here influencing your family members. I know it's really weird. I didn't think that would actually happen. I don't actually have any power, so we're growing Bachelor yeah. Nation, one <laughs> listener at a time. Chris Harrison, once again, if you're listening to this, please sponsor please. us. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Matt, weren't you, weren't you like, when I looked over at your laptop, you were texting your dad about like sports and then you scrolled up and it was yes. like talking about The Bachelor. Yes, I never, thought, I never thought that was something that would ever happen. But <laughs> yes, that did happen. Get you a man that can do both. <laughs> Truly. All right, so we're going to go back to Aliyah and Sydney and all of that drama because we haven't really gotten into it yet. So for me, this was weird because Sydney seemed to be kind of mad about nothing. Like... It almost seemed like she was mad that Aliyah would drink at the house. She was she was feeling herself and doing the whole like act sweet to Peter, but at the same time, you only have so much time with Peter. You're obviously going to be sweet in the couple five minute conversations that you have with him. There's no way he can at this point know every side of you. So I don't really understand why Sydney was so mad. I don't love Aliyah at all, but I still don't really understand why it was that big of a deal. I think she's trying to throw her under, under the bus a little bit, just to try to you know throw someone that she thought was a- ahead of her and what Peter yeah. liked kind of down a notch when it it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like very much a kind of a calculated scheme. I thought to try to help herself in Peter's eyes, which I mean she did a real good job of that because she got a, a rose out of it. Also, the conversation she had with her was amazing. She was like, "Do you work?" Yeah, and like, that and then, was yeah. funny. And then, and then like she, she like uh, Alaya says everything about her like pageant run and everything. And she goes, "So it's really hard for you to be like a true, true to your like a true person." I was yeah, like, oh I was like, God. "Wow!" I was like, the, "I was like the buildup is so so." I was like, "Why is she being so passive aggressive?" And then she got like really like aggressive, and I was like, "Wow, bro!" I thought it was great. I mean, listen, like maybe she actually thinks that a lot, Alaya. 
Leia. Leia. Maybe she thinks she's actually fake and she just wanted to call her out for it. I don't know. I mean, like we said, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Like we were talking about with like Kelsey and Hannah Ann, like Stefan was saying, like maybe there was something that happened behind the scenes that like made Kelsey mad and that's why she went off Hannah. And maybe there was something that happened between those two that we don't know about. But yeah, Sydney seemed pretty um, bent on trying to, you know, jeopardize Leia's kind of um, character and personality. I was, I was, I mean, we were all kind of Team Alea, like, at the end of last week. Yeah. I can't remember if you were. I was. I really liked her. We were all, like, on Team Alea, and, like, for, honestly, for, like, the first part, up, like, up until, like, uh, Peter gave Sydney the rose, and then the pool party is kind of where I shifted, but I was, like, still Team Alea, like, even during that, because I was like, what, like, Sydney got against her, like, I don't know, because a lot of what Sydney was saying is, like, why are you so happy all the time? And I was like, let her be happy all the time. Like, if she right. wants to be happy, I was like, why, like, do you purposely, like, want her to be mad and, like, start drama? So I was really on Team Alea for a while, and then, like, once everyone else kind of started coming against her, and then, like, obviously the stuff with Victoria P., that's when I was kind of like, okay, like, mm. you know, like, they actually do see the behind the scenes, and, like, it would just be really weird, like, what did they all have a meeting without Alea and, like, decide how they're going to plot against her? So, I don't know. It, I, I was on her side for a while, but then, you know, it kind of switched up. I also think it was a weak move by Peter to just give Sydney the rose that night. I was like, mm-hmm. pick some. I was like, there's all these, like, and Sydney all these other really women have... that, like, have no drama, and you're giving, like, right. why? And Sydney doesn't really have much of a personality other than being mad at Alea. I didn't, I didn't, honestly, I had no idea who Sydney was until this Me episode. neither. That's she was the saying. one, no, she, um, I'm pretty sure she was the one on episode two that was like, I'm an Alabama girl, but not an Alabama girl, and talked about yeah. like some racial discrimination stuff oh, she went yeah. through. Oh. And she's been in the helicopter and like previews with, she's been in the hel- helicopter with, with Peter in what has to be a foreign country in previews that, mm. at the end of the episode. So she's going to be here for Speaking a while. Speaking of that situation, when Sydney went over and talked to Peter about Alea, and then she, well, she didn't even mention Alea's name. She just mentioned how she. You know, in respect to this, she just said, like, I feel like some girls aren't being true. And then Peter, this is my least favorite part of the show. This is my least favorite part of the show is when Peter literally sits down in front of all the girls on the group date and brings up, like, I don't think girls are being true themselves. And he tells, he asks Sydney to just call out the person right in front of everybody. Like, oh my gosh. I hated how everyone handled that. How would you, like, why would you do that, Peter? That's like children. (laughs) Actually. And then. Obviously, it just creates more drama. And then Peter's saying, oh, I hate the drama. You did that to yourself right True. there. He could have individually I had conversations, like Sydney, who was it, and then talked to Alayla. Alayla exactly. Who what, like, he, she said this. But no, he made it in front of everybody. He made it a thing on everybody with that date. Yeah, I just hate how, like, when they go up to Peter and, like, say something. Like, I hate that, like, Sydney approached Peter. I hated when mm-hmm. Hannah Ann, like, approached Peter and, and then, like, Kelsey got involved and then, like, mm-hmm. Alayla got involved. Like, I just think it like makes us so much worse and like just steals the attention from like anything fun on the show. Like I, I mean, the drama is like kind of fun, but like at some point, like the Leia stuff got really annoying at some point yesterday, right. or I guess I watched it today. But it was just like, why? Like why are they like going to him and being like, oh, you should watch out for this? Girl. Like, where about yourself, girl? Like, mm-hmm. why are you worried about what like Alea's doing? Like, I don't know. Yeah, every time I th- like the w- whenever you go up there and you you spend your time that you have with Peter to talk about somebody else. I think that's when things start to go south for you on the show because you start drama and then that probably won't help your chances. So, you know, you just got to focus on yourself. Don't use the time that you have, the minimal time you have, to talk about someone else. I'm totally drawn to Blake, but who was it that, like, went up to Peter um, after the whole, like, Hannah Brown date situation and was like, I hated that you did that. Like, that was not, like, cool to us. 
Like I, I like she used that time to like Yeah, that was real. I can't like, remember. Yeah, that was like very real. Like was, she was like mad was at cool. Peter and she told Peter she was mad at him and I felt like he really like appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So like that was like kind of a good use of the time. Like using your time to like complain about someone else. Like be better than that. Like give that time to McKenna. McKenna deserves that time. McKenna didn't get much screen time. I'll get into that later. All right. I'll get heated about that later. Well, speaking of the Alea drama, it didn't stop with Sydney. Now we have Victoria P telling Peter that Alea told her not to tell the producers that they knew each other. So yeah, let's dissect yeah, that to, a little To go bit. more specific, I get Victoria P was also in like Miss Louisiana, so she was a part of the pad and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. how she knew her or whatever. And this goes back to what we were said. It was weird how Peter said to a Victoria P on the date, like, you know, you're the most, you've inspired me the most out of anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went up to ask Victoria P about Alea and was like, I just know that, you know, she'll tell the truth. I know her, you know, I just know Victoria, which is like, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I like Victoria P, so I'm not trying to badmouth her, but I'm just badmouthing Peter because <laughs> he's like, you know, she would tell this me. This is a badmouthing Peter episode. She would, tell me the, she would tell me the truth. I know, you know, she wouldn't lie. And yeah, she said essentially what Mary Kate said. And I don't know why Peter thought that was such a big deal. Like me neither. I, the I logic, don't know why it was such personally, a big deal in the, general. The logic kind of makes sense because she thought if they knew they were friends prior, it would jeopardize the chance that they could both be on just the show. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be the logic behind it, and I didn't think that was that big of a deal. And Peter like freaked out about it. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was just like the fact that like everything happened and then like that got thrown on is like what makes it worse. When it's like like it's a buildup, and it's like yeah, like you have an excuse for this thing, and you have an excuse for this, and excuse for this. like I agree with you that like. I was saying before, like it seemed like a very like valid excuse, but when you have like ten different excuses for like ten different things like going on, like you can't let like let them all slide. And I like Peter sending her home, mm-hmm. which we'll see like what happens with that because the previous suggests otherwise. But like Peter sending her home kind of just felt like maybe you have like all these excuses, but I'd rather just like finish with that, like not like mm-hmm. not have to deal with an excuse every time I talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I. Following up that, I just got I, sorry. I got very distracted. It was the Hall of Fame vote for for baseball came out, and that was a mess. Did Scott get in. Stop. Not Scott, the Scott wanted to knock it in, but Derek Jeter was not unanimous. One vote shy. Cowards. Um, but <laughs> but uh, so I got very dis- distracted by that. But here we are back on the podcast. Um, I, I thought it was interesting they took the rose away at the end for that had to have been Elias Rose. I'm Had confused with the logic behind taking away the rose. Why Here's didn't he just give it to he someone just other than Elia? Yeah. Like, did he like all the women that got sent home? Kind like, of an aside from Elia, did he just like not want them there? Here's the thing. First of all, when Chris Harrison shows up and takes the second to last rose away to make it one rose, McKenna's face was priceless because she didn't have one yet. I wish you could have seen my face. But <laughs> here's why I knew Alea was going home was because there's two left, so he has two girls in his mind as to who he's going to pick as the last two. So if he's taking one away, it means the girl that he's like questioning, which would have been Alea, yeah. would be the one he wants to go home. Yeah. So like I knew, you know, it would have been McKenna or whoever else was left, and we didn't really know the other people really. I think like yeah. Jasmine and Sarah. Sarah got sent home, and Sarah was really cool. I'm sad she left, but who is Sarah? Yeah, she didn't. The girl that got clocked. The girl that got clocked with a pillow during the pillow fight, <laughs> and, that, and, and that was her only screen time. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it was obvious that it was going to be Alea that was sent home. But then immediately afterwards, Peter is like second guessing his decision. So don't do it if you're gonna. Yeah, shout out to the producers trying to like, <laughs> like talk to him about it. It's like you guys are the ones that like produce half the drama. The <laughs> right. I don't know. I was kind of surprised that Alea got sent home. Once it was down to those two, and it was just 
McKenna and Aaliyah, I was like, okay, it's got to be Aaliyah. But I was just surprised that he didn't keep her around for longer. So I definitely think. Oh, she'll be I mean, back. We're, she's coming back. We already yeah. know that. But I definitely think that. I mean, the whole it was drama a weird decision to was... send her home in the first place when she's just going to come yeah. back. I mean, the whole drama itself was so stupid just because, like, I mean, who cares if you know someone before the show? Well, like, as you said earlier matter? today, Matt, they, they've had twins on the show. Yeah. They like, know each other, clearly. You know, I, so, I just don't get why that matters. I don't either. And... I mean, once Bachelor in Paradise starts rolling, they all know each other. Yeah, they all have yeah. history. Well, I think that's different in that regard, obviously, because they. I honest, guess. I mean, they all went to Stagecoach together. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, stagecoach. Which apparently is going to come up in next week's episode, I think, with Chase Rice. Oh, really? The they, producers went hard on that. I already yeah, know that was the producers wild. went crazy. So, okay, yeah, so, so apparently, so the preview showed uh, a one-on-one with uh, Victoria F, and that was Chase Rice was is the performers, another mm-hmm. country singer. Mm-hmm. And apparently Victoria F. dated Chase Rice before the show. That, yeah, the, there's no way no, the producers didn't know that. Yeah, they definitely, like of all country singers in the world and all the girls on Bachelor. Like, in <laughs> Cleveland. They're going to Cleveland next More week. More country music, baby. Cleveland, known country music city. Cleveland. So, I would be pissed if I was on The Bachelor and they're like, you're going to go to Cleveland this weekend. I don't want to go to Cleveland. It's like Joe Kimmel. Joe Kimmel. Who, yes, who goes yes. on vacation to Cleveland? Yes. I think we need to just address the elephant in the room and get Stefan's reaction that McKenna almost was sent home, but she finally got the last row. Yeah, I want to explain to everyone like how I how I figured. I, I was watching The Bachelor today in the media school, like after my classes ended and before this podcast, and I was I was upstairs, like kind of like most of the seats like downstairs were taken, so I went like upstairs, like tucked away in the corner where like thank God like nobody could see me because I was like like basically like, just rocking back and forth in my chair because that was like. Fourth quarter, five seconds to go, like one rose left and it's either McKenna leaving or Elias staying or I was gonna be so mad and I, I almost I almost started crying. I was so nervous because all like the stuff oh all the gosh. stuff I had seen You're on Twitter so dramatic. All the stuff I had seen on Twitter was just like screenshots of McKenna crying, but I refused to like read the captions because I didn't want spoilers. And I was like I don't I like I was like I'm so so worried that she's gonna get sent home. And then take away the rose and I was just like it just that didn't make like much sense to me. I felt like that was just really dramatic. And then he gives it to McKenna. And, like the rest of the episode, I was just so like relieved. I was so worried she was gone. I love McKenna so much. I think she. I was okay. I was just really mad she didn't get time with him because of this drama. And I was like, why are you like so like obsessed with Elia and Sydney instead of like giving some time to McKenna? Like she's TikTok famous, bro. Like what okay, are she you doing? Really she likes Stephon's tweet. She likes my. Oh yeah. She likes the podcast. McKenna, McKenna, yes. McKenna, please, if you are listening to this podcast, which you should be, and I know we are thirty minutes into it, so if you are still listening, you are a true fan. But because because, <laughs> because, because you are in fact a true fan of the podcast, and McKenna, please. Please come on our podcast. I, here's I don't my think that theory. was her real Twitter account, you guys. Yes, it is. No, we're yeah. gonna, no, because no, she, screensh- she screenshotted that Twitter account and posted stuff on her verified Instagram account. Like she's trying to get Twitter followers. Like she's oh, posting screenshots. Okay, okay. We're, gonna, we're right. gonna believe that. Well, it is that's really that's exciting. Better. Then in that case, I, I was, think I she loves. I think here's my theory, McKenna. She liked that tweet and she added it to like her bookmarks. And when she's like kicked off the show and can like start talking about the show. That's when she's gonna come on. So I knew she wasn't getting kicked <laughs> off because she hadn't DM'd me yet. So once McKenna DMs me, I'm gonna know she's getting kicked off. That once, once she DMs you and not vice versa. Correct. Okay. Correct. Well, well already I've, her, right? I, I, I've tried. I've, it, the offer's <laughs> there. The offer's on the table, and I think she's gonna accept the offer. 
when she's kicked off. When she's kicked off. Because she's going for the clout, right? She wants to our clout. Our clout's as big as it gets. Yes. This yeah, is if she wins. This is she wins. This is the number one bachelor podcast among college sports media students. Yeah, we had what, 37 listeners? I don't know. Last let's, week? Let's, let's check. I'm let's refresh now. that. All right. While you're refreshing that, that's pretty much all that we have. We've gotten through the whole episode. Um, so I think we need to continue our tradition. Yep. A tradition like any other. Exactly. We got 52 listeners. Yes, sir. 52. Shout out to all those 52. I think I listened to it like twice. (laughs) (laughs) I think I listened. I didn't even listen to it all the way through. But I know. I I know what's set up. (laughs) Right. Um, So to refresh our memories and to our new listeners, welcome. At the end of every episode, we are going to do our personal favorite, our prediction to win, and our prediction for the Bachelorette. So who wants to go first? I'll go first because I went first last time. Perfect. Um, switching it up a little bit because I think I had different people last week. So my winner of this season is now Victoria P. Mm. Um, you know, obviously it's way too early. Like I'm sure because it's so early and she seems a favorite that is not going to happen. But you never know. So I'm going to say Victoria P. wins. I'm going to my, um, my favorite um, right now. Not still McKenna though. I don't know. She Coward. she wasn't. They didn't talk to give her much screen time. Um, my favorite right now is Madison because she had this like super like kind of cameo appearance. Like she was like sitting on the couch talking to Peter, which is like, you all right with all this stuff going on? So she is just like in the safe vault right mm-hmm. now. Like she is totally. She is totally just cruising through right now, mm-hmm. and I respect that and I like her a lot. So I'll go. Madison's my favorite. Victoria P the winner. The next Bachelorette. This is tough. Yeah, this is tough. This is the hard I one. Because I definitely thought Alaya was the next Bachelorette, and I don't think she is. This is the hard one. No way. I think I said, oh, boy. Um, random. I'll just think of a random name. Um, I'm just going to say Hannah Ann, because she's a, she's, she's a popular one mm-hmm. as of right now. Okay. Matt? I'm keeping my picks the same because I have no reason to think otherwise. So I'm sticking with Hannah Ann as the winner. Madison is the bachelorette. Um, and I guess my 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 favorite is Victoria P. Um, I think it's hard. It's impossible not to like her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, I don't see any. I haven't I, I haven't been given any indication to back off of my Hannah Ann winner pick. So I'm going to stick with it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about this before, like because we were talking about how Madison's like cruising right now. Something she's gonna screw something up. Something's gonna happen with Madison. So I'm gonna say I think Victoria P wins, and I think Madison is the next Bachelorette. And of course, McKenna stays my favorite. My picks are gonna be the exact same as Matt's. We're pretty much on the same wavelength here. I love Victoria P. She's by far my favorite. Um, I want to grow up to be just like her. I don't think that's gonna happen. Wow. Um, but I love her. She's awesome. I would love to see her not win because you guys know how I feel about Peter. She deserves better than that. Um, Respect. And she keeps saying things like, oh, Hannah I, I don't Hannah deserve. Hannah and Peter kind of deserve each other. Right. She keeps saying, I don't deserve a man like Peter. And <laughs> Do you think Hannah Ann deserves someone you don't like? You say yeah. you don't like Peter? Yeah, I don't like Hannah uh, Ann that much. Yeah, I think, Hannah, I think right Hannah Ann and Peter deserve each other. Yeah. I don't want this Hannah Ann slander. She's second favorite after McKenna. See, I, my opinion on her as an actual person has progressively declined um, over the course as of this show. As opposed to my opinion of her as a fake person. Well, no, this, I, I was more so sticking with my opinion of her appearance has, not, has been unchanged. And I am perfect, and I'm obviously- Go back to Baseball Hall of Fame, Matt. Let, no, Mary, I, Kate, let Mary Kate finish out her Sorry, production. yes. 
but I agree with Matt. I think Madison is going to be the next Bachelorette. I disagree with Stefan. I don't think she's going to mess up. I think she's just going to be that one girl that America falls in love with, Peter starts to fall in love with, but then changes his mind. And then, like, 32 men are going to fall in love with her next season when she's the Bachelorette. And Respect. I still think that Hannah Ann will be the winner. I don't even want to say winner because I still kind of stick to the fact that I don't really think there will be a winner. But I think Hannah Ann will be the the last one standing. Is McKenna too young to be the Bachelorette? Like, what's the youngest Bachelorette? She's only 22. I don't know. See, I don't know if she turns twenty three. I don't know when her birthday is. I should get. I should figure that out. I was talking about this with somebody today, but I think it was Matt and Gracie Barra. Shout out Grace. Um, if Friend you are twenty two, I'm twenty two right now. If you're twenty two and you've given up on love Already. so much that you feel like you need to go on The Bachelor do to not, find love, do not slander her. Right See, now. but here, and you're twenty two and you want to get engaged by the end of the season. That's just. Crazy but, to me. I, I'm not I, judging her, but I just think that's crazy. So, to but me. As, as I respond to you then, and I stick with my point here, is that like if you're 22, right? You're, you're she. I think she knew going in. She probably. I mean, she probably thought she was going to win, obviously. But I think it's like she's. I think what it's pretty clear about? she's not like McKenna. McKenna. I think she's pretty clear she's not going to win. No, I don't right? think she's going. She's win. definitely not going to win. She's so building she, up clout. She's a right. blogger, she and that's the, the thing. Clout, right. right? She she has she's the clout real, now, though. and she will never have problems finding anyone ever any point in her life because she's famous now. Mm-hmm. I don't think she probably ever did have any trouble, but I I don't get how half the people on this show are single just by looking at them. Like that's something I've never. Oh, understood. you're talking about the. I thought you were talking about like our show. Oh well, that too. That too, obviously, Steph. I don't know how any of us are single. It's just just look at us. We're all, we are all beautiful. End it, please. End it, please. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna cut this off right now. It's getting late. I have some homework to do. Um, we've covered all of our ground, so make sure to tune in next week for episode three of the Four Thorns podcast for much more drama and many more takes from the four of us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.